is there something you should have tried this year that's surprised how it's actually paid dividends and helped you do something better in your stroke? Yeah, excelling more. Like during my swim, sometimes I like take a brief and hold when I was like swimming and try like yeah. get brief, excel. And this helping me a lot makes my stroke much easier and my 100 is much easier. I felt like, oh, that's actually works. Welcome to this episode of Social Kick. I'm Dr. John Mullen, physical therapist, joined by Mr. Luke Paddington. Unfortunately, our third co-host, Brian Lundquist, is out on the slopes of Colorado enjoying some nice powder. But we are excited to have two super sophomores here from the University of Tennessee, Guy Santos, and I know I'll say this wrong, Martin Espernberge. <laughs> nice to have you guys. That wasn't oh, bad. Thanks, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, so we're going to just first start with some rapid-fire audience questions, okay? So some of you guys may know well, Mr. Josh Huger. Um, we had an episode with him. Wanted to know, Guy, what's your next tattoo? My next tattoo, because I have this sleeve. I have this whole, whole arm. And my next one, I think I'm going to start the other one with the Olympic rings. Oh, if I thought we are going to do some Olympic rings on the face uh, or something like no, that. No, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> Wait, it's, one key, I... mom's rule. it's one of my mom's rule. My mom say you can have tattoos like everywhere besides neck and face. Guy, like, <laughs> we had Flo Manadou on recently and we asked Flo the same question. And so Flo brings out a book of all the list of all the tattoos <laughs> he wants to have, okay? And, and he talks about it. And then I said, well, do you yeah. have an Olympic rings? He goes, no, I don't have an Olympic rings because my dream was never to be an Olympian. My dream was to be an Olympic champion. I was like, oh. dang, there you go. That's yeah. that. But my dream is to have Olympic rings. I'm with Yuki. So, yeah. Which yeah, one? I'll get my If hope so. Yeah, yeah we, we'll get there. <laughs> so, we have another question from Josh. Martin, have you heard any good little Mabu music? Not really, but I'm, I'm, I'm still in the rap more. But little Mabu is more like short rap. And it's it's a different type of rap than I'm currently listening to. But it's definitely... We'll, some we'll get Josh to new stuff. But, what's some huh? new? What's some new rap you've been listening to? He needs uh, some new music. Twenty One sure. Savage, new album. I like a couple songs from there. Like pretty good, but more like the older rap, rap old, older rap songs from I don't know Metro Boom, Metro Booming. More like more like this, those songs, type of songs. All right, excellent. Now one more um, audience question here from Adam Fred. He wants to know what yardage do you guys do on an average double so i assume it might be a little different for you too i'm assuming Guy's not doing tuner fly sets so you know start first on doubles i'm not 100 percent sure because my practice yesterday on no not yesterday was on friday i think i swam six and a half it's not like for me it's too much i'm a sprinter so <laughs> but i think it's around that like six seven k in a double can be that Martin, how about yourself? So I would say, like, if it's a double, each practice is probably around, I don't know, seven-ish. Like, it obviously depends, like, where we are in the season. But I would say definitely Monday. Monday we double. I was definitely more over 12. Yeah. And Tuesday, the same thing. We double again. So I was definitely all also over 12. So yeah. we're keeping it not high, but, like, definitely maintenance, yeah. maintenance high. What what's your feeling about that? Because we we had Andre Minikov on, and um, 
we asked him what's his favorite fly set. So Andre's a 50-point 100 flyer long oh. course. And at the time, his favorite fly set was 425s. And then he says he's now in the D and mid-D group at Stanford. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, he's, and he says he's, he's, he's enjoying and loving doing 3,000 for time, three 1,000s. And we were like, wait, what? Why? Why does that help you? But we saw the duel. Minakov just went at 158, yeah. do you know? And it's, it's paying off. What's your opinion on, on doing this sort of like a lot of yardage or this like yeah. solid mid-D work? What's your philosophy on that, Martin? What works for you? Because we've seen amazing gains and, and improvements in your 200 fly in the last few months. Unbelievable. Well, so freshman year I was with I was all, I I I've been like all the whole time in the mid D, but I feel like sophomore year I got put like we got a new coach and he coaches more like the four AM group and that's where I fall into it now. And on Tuesdays mornings we're with the with the longer guys like with the milers and I feel like that also definitely benefited me in some way that I'm just doing I don't know like four hundreds freestyle on red or like hundreds like i definitely agree with that approach but also yeah. there's definitely other approaches that you can do but yeah it's like basically for me monday and tuesday are the hardest days like when, when i have those two two, those two days over also school wise those are the hardest day um the week is already done basically for me because those are like the threshold sets we do and the more yardier practices and like Later the week, like Wednesday is more like race orientated and Friday as well. And first is more like kind of recovery and Saturday. Yeah. We don't have that many Saturdays. So it, it depends. What are we doing basically? Yeah. Does that give you confidence? Um, so you 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 are one you went one fifth four twice in season. Um, in you know the last couple of weeks. You yeah. came from the school of bulls, which is renowned for their mileage. Uh, you know, the Austrian the other Austrians from I know is Felix, and he's a serious demon in mileage. Does that kind of work give you confidence to know when you shave and tape when you're ready to go? Well, probably for my coach, I don't need a taper. I just need to drop taper. So we're like, what we do is like for what we did for your open is like, uh, well, for the invites, we did like, I don't know, we went like for the last three days light and that was it. And for you, it's open. We just kind of tried to stay as light as well. So yeah, I, I would say taper. It's, it's a hard topic apparently for me, but I, I, I would like to taper sometimes. It, it's nice, you know. <laughs> Can dream a taper. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm, I'm sure Guy is going to start tapering pretty soon. Well, not more like. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, for NCCs, but probably not as hard as for, as, as for NCAAs. And I'm like, just still keep going till I leave for the worlds. Wow. So, 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 Guy, yeah, I was going to ask Guy, what's your opinion on, on this? What's your feeling on this? Because, you know, there's John and I are both sprinters, so Brian, and, you know, taper season was amazing, and, and we'd always be the first to taper. Um, when you see Martin punning on that yard just in the other sets, and, and you're doing 425s on 10 minutes, you know, um, or max speed or what have you, which is, which is also extremely hard. What's your feeling on the taper season, putting the work, swimming fast in season like Martin is doing? You know, yeah. talk, talk about that, that whole philosophy, what works well for you personally. No, yeah, this season was really good. Like when the last dual meets that we had, I was feeling a little bit heavy, but my times wasn't bad. So I think that's a, that's that can be good when I start yeah. tapering and feeling light, swim faster. 
And it's really fun seeing like doing four to hundred fly and I'm doing sixteen twenty fives <laughs> in five minutes. <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited to tapering because like these all the dual meets that we had was really good. I felt good. Most of that I was feeling like really heavy. I didn't chafe or nothing. And I still had good times. So I'm actually I'm excited for and season SECs to drop my time and do my best. I think I have good chances here, better than last yeah. year. Well, let's let's talk about that. So you guys just finished your last duel yesterday, it was senior day. You swept yeah. at LSU, solid in season time to both you guys. But um, you know, 42, and I think you went 142, Martin, right? Uh, and um, in Georgia, I went 142. My, my, I went 143. 143. But, you know, you're, you're setting yourself up for Feb 19 versus SECs and then NCs after that. Um, just talk about, you know, where you guys, how you guys are feeling. Guy, you just started talking about you feel better this year than it last year. So, Martin, go with you. How are you feeling now after a great Grand Prix meet in, you know, in Knoxville? You know, solid training in your belt. How are you feeling for NCs? I would say definitely a lot more confident. Last year I got tied for eighth, had a swim off, got ninth, and then sixteenth. So that definitely stings a little bit, but I'm definitely ready to go. And also same thing with SECs, got fourth in the finals, really close for the middle, but still got up some couple big points for the team. But it's definitely the fire is still there. That this thing is definitely there too. But how the season was, I'm. I'm, I definitely built a lot of confidence throughout the season, also freshman year, being knowing that yeah. I can go fast, even though everything aches and hurts, so to say. What do you think it's going to be on your uh, agenda? What individuals and, and is there four by two on your plate? Probably not. I probably would just do two fly, one fly. Two fly, one fly. Yeah. Even at, even at SECs, because I'm going to Worlds first and then. Yeah, that's right. Come. Almost right away to SEC, so we we have talked about scratching that that five ham that 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 five free pre pre. It really starts going, yeah. How how is going to Worlds affecting then the, your 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 prep? Are you gonna be is it a week difference, and you're gonna extend your your rest one more week? You're gonna shave for Worlds in Doha. It's quite a travel to go to Doha. You know, and, and acclimatize and acclimatize back. Just talk, a, give us some insight on that a little bit. And Guy, if you're going to, I don't know if you're going as well. So we can go there. Afterwards. I'm not going. Okay. Yeah. So I leave February 6th. I would say till then we practice probably to like the end pretty hard. And then just keep it light from there and do like the drop taper type of thing. And then flying back, probably just keeping it light, just getting that fatigue out from the travel and just trying with with the rocks done the last half a year or like more I yeah. think it should be still a pretty good SEC performance but like the main focus would be at Rolls obviously then all right. Yeah, well, we obviously wish you the best of luck at Worlds but we have NCAAs and SECs coming up um, yeah. Guy um we got some questions from Josh, but obviously he moved on to, to Cal Berkeley. Tell us about how the, the environment of the team is and what the overall team goals are that you guys have. Now, now it's, been, it's been good. Yeah, we had uh, some meetings about that. It's getting close to SEC. So we got third last year and we want better. 
and we have potential to get better. And you see our focus is get top five. We got top 10. Last year, we got seventh. Mm-hmm. And the team's good. We have some good freshmen, and they're going to improve so much our team. Like, a lot of guys that change for freshmen to sophomore, like me, Martin. We also have Ryan that's improved his stroke, and we're feeling, like, more confident and can be much better in the last year. So I think it would be, like, really good fun to watch, and I think some guys can impress. You, um, Tennessee, had a terrible strategy just happened this summer. Um, how has oh, that yeah. bring your team together and, and, and look out for each other? And, and how maybe is that somebody in the team who stepped up and has been leading? How has that brought the team together? So I would say definitely, definitely brought the team together with that tragic incident that we had mm. with Matt's son. And I would say, I would say everybody stepped up the game just to make Matt's job easier in some way, you know, that's like unimaginable what he's still going through. Like, it's not yeah. like what, what he went through. He's he like, you will never, in my opinion, you will never get over something like that. And that's just mm-hmm. really, really sad. And the, I would say the team is probably definitely not trying its best to, to help him make out. Make his life easy. In, in any, in, in any way possible. Yeah. Yeah, one of the things that we talked about this was like when he came back to give pregnancy was like let's try make his life easier if possible here and like happier because don't because like he's been a really hard time on his life and here we want to be happy with us and was one of our focus when he was with us. So what does that mean? Make his life easier. Um, you know, when I hear that, I think that could go a lot of different ways. But I guess what as a team did you guys get together and chat about to, to try to do that is maybe different to make his life easier? I would say just taking initiative of doing like the practice, holding each other accountable so he doesn't have to like give us like talks that we could do better, like in some ways, just like we on our best and just be also there here for him. Who who are the leaders on the team? Who who are the ones who maybe speak loudest, either in their words or in their actions? You know, by dropping an amazing practice or time or speak up and tell you something. Who are the leaders on in Tennessee? I have some. I call Narvid. <laughs> we have Dan, Joe, JJ, Joseph Jordan, uh-huh. Jacob McDouble, McDonald's. I think they're both seniors, so I think the seniors, that's, hey, they have like more time here. They know more and they can explain for, for us more. So they speak louder and everybody here. So I think this three for me is the guys. I would totally agree with Guy. I feel like yeah. the seniors are definitely like Rafael. He's from Peru. Yeah. He just dropped a really good thousand time. I would say he's definitely also a leader, stepping up his game. Then Joey Tepper, who also swims the mile. Like yeah. I spend a lot of time with those distance guys occasionally. So I would say definitely they're definitely vocal leaders. But also the juniors. I feel like also the juniors are like, you know, step stepping up the game, like Jordan Crooks oh. and Berkey mm-hmm. is getting a lot of insight from him. And yeah, just I would say 
everybody everybody is doing his job. It, yeah, I'm sure it can't be easy for the freshman to come in into such an environment when it just mm-hmm. happened, and they did a phenomenal job as well. Yeah, often it's a, it's the small things that we don't see. Only a teammate sees. It's not always the 17 point 50 freestyle. It's the guy who went 20 points, but you knew he's hurting. He had a, he had a twisted ankle. He still stepped up and got to the points, which we don't know about, right? And things yeah. like that. So it, that's 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 kudos. Um, and and what about the coaching staff? Uh, how's how's the coaching? How's the coaching staff been with you guys this year? Have they changed anything? Have you guys done anything different? As you're getting ready for um, this championship season, I think for you more changing more than me. Yeah. Yeah. So we got a we got a new head coach, Caleb Lawrence. I might be wrong there, but I'm pretty sure it's Caleb Lawrence. So he took over, like he's coaching me basically, and he took over like the midi group in some extent. Like we split it off in some groups, like Milers then women's sprint-ish and middle women some way. Yeah. And then Rich Murphy took the men's spring group. But also, I, I think also some women. Like, I don't know how they did that, but I'm sh- I'm quite sure that definitely a lot of thought went into that process. Yeah. And Matt is, like, jumping around in practices. Yeah, sure. Like, he's, like, everywhere, so to say. All right, so next we're going to get into learning a little bit more about the Tennessee even further, the the team. So we're going to get into some team personalities, and then we'll talk about some fun NCAA predictions here, okay? So, Guy, who would you say is the class clown on the team? Uh, I think it'd be me. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Martin, who's the class clown? Do you agree with this? We definitely have a couple guys. I would yeah. say definitely Guy could be up there. <laughs> I, would, I, I just go on the safe side. I would say Guy. Yeah. Not to upset anybody. <laughs> Who else? Who else can be? I don't know. I think that could be pretty funny too sometimes. Nikolai. Her, Nikolai can be one. Nikolai. Nikolai yeah. definitely. Could I changed my Nikolai. <laughs> Nikolai. Who else? I feel like, I feel like uh, JJ. JJ, yeah. JJ could be also one of them. Joaquin, Joaquin, Joaquin occasionally. We, we definitely have a couple guys who I like that. go around in circles, you know. <laughs> All right. Martin, who's most likely to start a billion dollar company? That's a hard question. Yeah. I would say if I would go after like who's one of the smartest, probably is the most knowledgeable about those things, I would say Joey Depper for sure. Guy, who do you say? I agree, I agree, Joey. He's really smart, yeah. All right, Guy, who's most likely to be late to practice? Nikolai. Uh, Nikolai. Nikolai. <laughs> Come on, Man, Nikolai. Making, not making Trinidad proud. <laughs> um, Martin is the notice, but Nikolai went to my he went to my elementary school, he went to my high school, he swam for the club I swam for, his coach was my coach. <laughs> Come on, Nikolai. <laughs> <laughs> Is he on island time, Luke? Is that what's going yeah, on here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Guy, who's most likely to surprise us this year at SECs and NCAAs? Margie. Your team? Sorry, side. <laughs> Martin, who yeah. do you say? You agree? Is it going to be you? 
Bro, you are flying. Say yes. You're not going to be like rude. I would say, say <laughs> well, well, I feel like there are other people out there who would be definitely surprising us more because for me, I basically only have the 200, you know? So I would say, I would say Flynn. Our breaststroker, I, I, I'm sure like when he's rested and all ready to go up, he definitely is going to pop off sometime. Because apparently, what he says, he's not such a dual meet swimmer. But he he did a pretty good performance in Georgia with the relay, which sadly got disqualified because he left yeah. early. But I think there's definitely going to be there something that we did not expect to see. Martin, what was your best time in 200 fly a year ago? Long course. Long course. Yeah. 159. And what was it? What's your best time right now? What's your best time right now? Were you fully rested? Were you rested, tapered, shaved for 154? No. Did you do it twice in two in a month? Kinda, yeah. Okay, enough said. Next question. <laughs> I'm right. <laughs> Case in point. All right, moving on. Uh, Martin, I know we talked about a few of the the seniors and captains, but when someone does do something that requires some, um, you know, a tough talk. Who would you say is like the the number one team enforcer? Tough talk. I would say it depends on the topic. What like what is it about? Mm. Like I feel like some guys would be fitting for other different topics, but like generally, I would say maybe Jake Narvid is the general person. But like it it, it depends. It depends strongly on what topics. We also have Harry. Yeah, Harry too. All right, now Luke's going to get into some predictions and um, and fun for the actual NCAA meets. So often we have swimmers on the show who know swimming and are swim nerds, and swimmers who don't even know what the world record is in the event they swim, which happened recently. So I'm hoping it's the former of you two, all right? <laughs> all right first of all, what time wins the 100 back at men's NCs? Come on, Marty. We can do that. Let's just shoot. 43 low. All right. What about the women's hundred back? Women's? Women's. That's a hard one. I have no idea. I don't think they're under 50 yet, are they? No. Didn't Gretchen go 48? 48. 48. Oh, Oh, never mind. Never mind. Scratch that. Scratch that. All right, well, let's go ahead. What what race are you most excited to watch at men's NCs? I would say I'm a bit biased there. I would say the 53. Martin 53? Okay. Yeah, 200. And go, go, JC going at it and possibly yeah. Nikolai, maybe. All right, nice. I want to watch the 200. Yeah? 200 free. Who, who in yeah. the 200? I have a guy, Kaiki, from Brazil. That uh-huh. in the Bama, we have a dual meet against Bama, and he did yeah. a really good job. And mm-hmm. I want to watch. Nice, I like that. I like that. Uh, okay, so you guys are both from um, Brazil and Austria. Uh, you grew up swimming short course meters. Do you wish that NCAA's was short course meters in Olympic year? It used to be. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, in two thousand and four. 2000, it was short course meters, and, and that's when world records were therefore able to be set at NCAAs. Oh, interesting. You guys wish that? Yeah. 
Do you care? Do you wish <laughs> you your you show cost take it away, Guy, or uh, should I? It's you. How are yours? I would say making it just for one year, short course meter will not impact it as much as just making it short course meters like all the time. So I don't, I, I, I like me personally, I don't, I wouldn't see the benefit for Olympic year. Like there definitely mm-hmm. will be some, but not, not some big exponential benefit. But I would say what Americans are really good at is definitely turning like you can just like a long course you could you can just see it like they get in and out so that's just the, the sole benefit of swimming yards yeah. where it just basically talks about turns on the waters turns on the waters so i would say keep it the, the same way it is it all it's obviously working and, and those extra how many free meters i don't think they make the world go crazy or like drop insane times at long course like in the Olympics, so I would say just keep it the same way. Guy? No, yeah. I'm, I'm going to agree with Martin. Yeah. I think, like, yards is almost the same thing. It's just change something. I think it's not going to make a lot of difference if we change three meters. And what about selfishly, then? When you go home and you tell your 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 the news that you just went on 137 200 fly or you just went at 17 653 they're like I, I don't care i don't know what that means <laughs> yeah <laughs> well you broke the world record by three seconds <laughs> exactly all right what what race are you most excited to watch at women's ncs on her back <laughs> they're gonna break yeah, that I'm, I'm, I'm not a fan of backstroke i would say also the 53 i would say it's the most exciting race it's like uh, short even, even though it's all assuming anymore but like still the 53 200 breasts, my, 200 breasts. Yeah. mona mm. oh. i want to watch mona i like that i like that yeah you see often it's not some record-breaking performance like somebody pop splitting a 19 point it's 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 the care and, and your friends and people excelling that you want to see you do well so that's i like that key um so other than tennessee what team do you think will surprise teams at nc's in men's i can say from the dual meet that we had now the georgia guys fast they're fast yeah From georgia martin yeah. you georgia guys. All right, Definitely so, what I want to charge for. Yeah. I want to get into 2024 then for, for both of you. And and um the you got the NCAAs coming up, but you also have Paris um qualifications and swimming. Uh Guy, let's talk with you first. What's what, what's your plan for the next six months? What is the Brazil qualification process like? I know it's different to Austria. Uh what what's your macro cycles idea of, of qualifying for the Olympics, but also excelling in, in um agencies? Oh yeah, okay. In Brazil we have trials. So our trials would be May. If I'm I think it's May 6th, May 11th. Mm-hmm. And I'm pre-qualified for the Olympic Games. We had this in Brazil, but I still need to do the trials and I need to make finals. So if I make finals and two guys that swim finals with me do the A cut and I go like third, but like they're not faster than me, they go and I don't. So I still need to swim fast. So the plan for this is go to trials, do my best 
and like 100% qualified for the Olympic Games. And after after the trials, I'll go back to the US. I'm not going to stay in Brazil. I'm going to come back here to practice during the three months that I have. All right, so let's break this down. So you're talking about the 100 free. You're talking about you pre-qualified because you went, I know you've been 48 too uh, recently. It's, uh, what time is it? And then you, you still come top two. Break it down some more detail for us. Uh, I swam 48-0 in Pan Ams. So that's my time. Yeah. So in trials, oh, what is the A cut for the 100? Sorry. Um, you you don't know that? <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> so let, let me think. I would say 48 low. Um, low. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Definitely around there, remember. 48 okay. 30, it looks like. 48, 48, okay. 34. 48 30. And I have 48.0. So if on trials, two guys swim 48.2 and I swim 48.3, these two guys go in my place and I don't go to Olympic Games. Oh, I got you. So, I, yeah. What about coming top four? For a, a, a relay as well. Uh, yeah, if, it, if you get top four, you you go to a relay. But I want to go to hundred. I hear you. I'm excited and for that. Else, who else does Brazil have that we don't know about in hundred free? Uh, we have Marcelo Carabini. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. pretty good. And um, Pedro Spajari. Uh-huh. Gabriel Santos. Oh yeah. Um, Vitor Alcara. He's almost he one year older than me. I'm sure. oh, I think he was in my relay in the. Van Am, so I think we have these four guys plus me. So right. would would be a fun would be a fun match. We'd be really good. No, I'm not gonna get Bruno it. to do another hundred. No, I don't think so. <laughs> to be honest, <laughs> I don't think he's, so. He's working up as aerobic for the fifty, right? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Bruno's a stud man. I love him. Um, and then Martin for you. So you hit the A cut at U.S. Open. Right, uh, you went on it. Well done, congrats. So now you just—do you all have trials? Or you just have to hope that nobody else in Austria will go under the A cut. Oh no, no, two other people don't go to the Inter. What's going on? When do you get ratified and on the team officially? Well, if I don't injure myself, and none of those like two guys would suddenly pop out, basically, yes. Yeah. We go. Okay. Great. Well, 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 congratulations, and I hope that works out really well. That'd be fantastic. And what's your plan in terms of you're gonna come back from it, you're gonna finish NCs, and you're just gonna go right up until July, you know, July 31st with your training? What's your idea right now, macro cycle? Actually, this, the the flights are rebooked to back home. I fly back home like on I think July 8th, and then just spend time back home. Like we have, I'm quite sure what's it called. Like we get all the equipments. And like we have a couple of meetings there, like with the Olympic Austrian team, and then just staying back home, get acclimated with the time difference that, that we have here in America. But otherwise, the plan is just to stay till the July eighth here in Oxford. So um, I I really hope that what I'm going to do is accurate. So this is it. Just is this knows, home? Luke's pulling up a photo. Is this home? Yep. Yes. Yeah, so I exactly I exactly know where that is actually. Yeah. So I had the I had the joy of going to Linz, Austria a few years mm-hmm. ago for a film shoot. And I loved it. But one thing I did not find in Linz, Austria was a pool. <laughs> so <laughs> talk to me about swimming in Linz and training back there. <laughs> Go ahead. What, what's swimming like out there in Linz? I I think I think you looked in the wrong way. So we have we don't Austria does not have a lot of the long course pools. Like right. if the long course, 
they are like not privately owned, so to say. Mm-hmm. No, they are. Okay. Uh, actually, I'm not quite sure how that exactly works. But like in Austria, we have the it's the Olympic Center State Facility where you're like only allowed to train if you're like a part of the state swimming okay. club, so to say. And that's where I'm going to train there. And you're going to train by yourself with your club coach? Is that I idea? probably, like, we have a, like, I will train with uh, two other guys who also, like, one has the Olympic egg cut and on a fly. Okay. That one is probably, is definitely trying for the 100 breaststroke, maybe 2 a.m. But I will do, I will keep doing my own thing with my coaches here in Tennessee. Okay, great. Now, circling back to yards and NCAAs, uh, Martin mentioned the 53, one race he was looking to to see with, you know, um, Jordan Crooks, Gee, maybe Nikolai. Gee, could you talk us a little bit more about the sprint group and, and what that training environment is like and, and how some of the practices are, are going? Oh, uh, we basically changed our coach. So there's mm-hmm. some part of the sprint group training with Rich. Okay. So, and me and JC sometimes we practice with Matt in different time. Mm-hmm. But this sprint group's really good. We have these three guys. I think the focus for me is me, JC, and Nikolai with really good chance. We didn't see Nikolai swim like tapering and shave yet. So, I'm excited to see him doing that in yards. He improved it so much, like turns, starts, his dive, and underwaters. So we'd be fun to watch. I hope he got like a final. It's gonna be really good for us. We have like three guys in the A final. And that's gonna be awesome. And 53 is like a really quick event. It's just the details, so everything can happen. I'm excited, but the most event that I'm excited to swim is the 100. But I think the 50 would be nice. You mentioned Nikolai. Um Blackman, for everyone that's uh, listening, um, he's improved his underwaters and starts quite a bit. Tell us about some of the things you guys do with starts and turns and underwaters that you're, you know, that are really improving. I know, you know, Matt Credit Choice has some some interesting ideas on, you know, the the top arm breakout on backstroke. I, I I think it was Tennessee that did that was the first team that did the step over start for the for the oh. relay starts using the fins there. So he's always very innovative on a lot of these details. Um, so I'd love to learn more about uh, those different things and those training groups. It's one of the things that I most focus, like when the practice is gone, if you look to the side of the pool, the last lane, probably I'm there doing like 50 stars by myself. Mm-hmm. And some guys like Nikolai, he's like, hey, can I join you? And I was like, yeah, of course. And we do together. I give him some types. I watch some starts. I watch him learn something that I can do in my start. And... We like we do a lot of things together. Me, Hayne, and JC, it's a really good trio. We want we like we learn with each other all the time. Like JC, he's an amazing sprinter in short course meters and mm-hmm. with uh, amazing underwater. So I always learn with him. So it's really nice this sprint group. We are always together, and like le- this week, last week, we did a practice with Sud was 16.25 from a really start that you, uh, we said about the really start now. And it was really good. We liked racing each other all the time and was was nice. Guy, what's your strength? What does Jordan and Nikolai look to you for when you, when you teach them? What's your strength and how do you continue pushing that? 
Oh, Jay, this is a really impressive thing that I didn't know. JC really likes my start. He's like, when we we're doing stars together, he's like, go first. I want to watch and like see how. And one of these days, this last week, he did a start and he felt like really clean. And he came to me and Matt said, oh, I felt like gee. And I was like, okay, that's good to know. <laughs> what is it that you think he's watching off of your start? I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's a really good question. Because <laughs> I know like when I watch his start, his back feet goes too high. And I like I said, bro, try bring like not too high. And he changed a little bit his start uh, on this semester. But, but it's really good. I think he also watched like they always said like the swim team for men said like, like my part in the top of the water is really good and it's really fast. So it's really good racing with JC in long course because the wall is not too close. So I have more time to swim. So he got a little further on the on the waters and I'm going catching him swimming. So, yeah, I think this, I think my start, they said this really good and the top of the water. M Martin, is there anything from Guy's start that you would like to implement in your own start, even for your two fly? Just give it to me. <laughs> Come on. We, sw we swam together next to yeah, each other yeah, yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, her five. Her five. He, he gaps me almost the whole body length off the start, first 25. It's just, it's just a but, different but, caliber. But do you look over and say, "Oh, I didn't realize they, they you know, they they hold, they go like this, I suppose, like this on, you know, on on the start." Or or, or do you look at, at at Jordan's underwater and say, "You know what, Jordan really pushes a lot more from his sternum yeah. than I do. Yeah. I'm going to do that for my underwaters, especially my seventh turn." Do you, is mm -hmm. anything from the sprinters you pick up and you apply to your two fly? I know that's weird, but sometimes there is, right? Definitely, definitely. But it's it's really hard because it's like a different swimming, like yeah, like. The, the sprinters is like a lot of anaerobic energy and two flies a lot of aerobic so the kick will definitely look different than uh on the water kick yeah. from jordan or from gi but I'm, I'm i'm i love watching both of them race and i think oh that's how you're supposed to do it like turn <laughs> so like mm, interesting <laughs> yeah. Well, what do you do in practice well that shows in your racing? Uh, I mean, like Leon, he, Marshawn, he always does, I think, what, John, seven uh, kicks off every wall in every single yard of every practice, right? And we see that now in his his two flyers, four IM, et cetera. Is there something that you are continue really, like, proud of when you work on and that's your strength and you've seen improvements and it's helped your two fly? I wouldn't say it's not yet my strength, but also down the waters. I'm, like, trying to hit six kicks. I cannot say it to fullest confidence of every wall, but the majority of the walls, or when we do fly specific stuff, I'm, I'm trying yeah. to hit those six kicks and the first stroke, no breath. That's that's wow. just a no brainer for me. That no breath, the first stroke, and just yeah. kicking, hit, hitting those on the waters. That's just my main goal to turn it into a strength. Oh, I've definitely come a far way, but still really far to go for those on the waters. Yeah, Martin, we talked about your improvements. 159 to 154 is, you know, unfathomable for a lot in, in one season. Kind of leading up to those 154s, do any sets come to mind where you're like, man, this is clicking. Like, I'm I'm doing a lot faster. Does anything, um, anything stand out? So in the summer, we did, like, a lot of 75-pace long course. 
Okay. And I was hitting like, I don't know, 40 frees on those months. And we had like a sheet was like saying, oh, that's like a pace for 154 and 155. <laughs> I was like, yep, that, that's exactly where I want to be. So definitely those stats definitely helped me. And I couldn't deliver Sword World. So that was definitely also a little, little, little sting. But yeah, those set 75s also freshman year, we did a lot of yards practices where we had like 150s efforts off the block which were also really really tough getting beaten by all those guys and on the water just just cranking swimming basically yeah uh, and and Guy, a, a similar kind of question what's one thing in practice and training that you've tried and you're surprised how much it helped you thought it was crazy like wait why do i need to swim like this oh my god it really helped something was there is there something you've tried this year that's surprised how it's actually paid dividends and helped you do something better in your stroke? Yeah, excelling more. Like during my swim, sometimes I like take a brief and hold when I was like swimming and try like yeah. get brief, excel, and this helped me a lot. Makes my stroke much easier and my hundred is much easier. I felt like oh, that's actually works. It's interesting to do that because I don't feel the fatigue so much. I don't feel like I'm holding there like, oh, my God, I'm going to pass out. Not that it's like it's like walk when I'm swimming. I'm like, OK, I need to breathe like normal. Yeah, because, yeah. And like excel more, like take a brief excel. And I felt much better when I did this. I think one of the things that I'm improving. It's, it's something that I try to do in my silly master's career that I learned from the Auburn Sprint guys. They would do, and John, I'll, I'll welcome you to talk about this. They would do, say, 825s, not on a time, but on a breath. So 825s all out, and you're allowed to take three breaths, and then you have to go. So you can take as long as you want, but they really just got to the wall, and they just focus on lowering the heart rate, belly button in, belly button out, these deep, deep breaths, and then go again. And that was a, that was a training they did. And um, I like that idea, you know, three breaths only, but you could take 15 seconds to do that, you yeah. know? And it was a really good mental game. Is that what you're talking about? Just learning how to really clear O2 and the CO2, sorry? Oh, yeah. To feel yeah. like more relaxing during the race, still with the fatigue, like don't get like nervous or something like that. Like, oh, my God, I'm getting the fatigue. I'm going to be tired. And like try relax, try exhale. And... I felt much better when I did this because last year I didn't do that. When I turned the 50, like I was dead. The fatigue was like, man, we're not going to finish the 100, guys. <laughs> Let's <laughs> stop here. <laughs> and now I, I can do much better. And, and, and this and, season, I, sorry. Yeah. No, and this, this season, I swam few 200s. It was interesting and helping my 100 a lot. I don't like swim to 100, but I know it helps. <laughs> do you, and I'm assuming you don't breathe for your 50, yeah? How do you feel no. the last, how do you feel that under the flags on, on the wall? Are, are, you, are you like, oh my God, I'm feeling the breath or are you comfortable? No, I'm comfortable because I can hold my breath on long course as well. So mm -hmm. in the yards, it's much easier. And, and Martin, same for you. How are you managing to not only do six kicks, but six proper kicks and, mm -hmm. and a proper first stroke before you have to breathe. Not like, <gasps> you know, like how you meant to maintain that breath. What are you doing in your training? Is it a mindset thing? Is this your badass? What have you done? Yeah. I would definitely something with 
he touched on, it's like excelling while you do the underwaters. It's not like like you're not mm-hmm. trying to like do like like cut off your breathing. You know what I mean? Like you you don't just fully stop. Well, you you don't breathe underwater, obviously, but like you don't stop the breathing process mm-hmm. while you're underwater. Like you still exhale while you kick, and I'm like while you're underwater kick, and I'm sure I, I'm 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 hundred percent confident that that definitely helped me, and to make those six kicks at that first stroke, no breathing, definitely easier. Mm-hmm. We just talk about the six kicks because I also yeah. need. Uh, just to just to maintain like the the rhythm rhythm that you have yeah. during the swim because you're not supposed to like it's like like you breathe constantly like you like you do swimming like it's like almost like on land you like you have a pause obviously but like that's what you're trying to maintain while while you swim as well not just like this this exhale and then there's quick intake and then you hold for like a certain amount of time again. Okay, 200 flyer and 50 freestyler. Talk to us about what you each, I'm going to start with you, Martin. What you focus on on your underwater kick? Because Martin, you hinted that's different. It's a power kick versus more of a fluid kick. You know, uh, so what do you focus on? Where do you press? Do you press sternum? Do you do, do you press your, your chin? Do you just think about rippling through to your hips? And then Gia, I'll come to you afterwards. But what's what do you focus on to really get your 200 flyer underwaters smooth? So on the like, you mean the on the waters or like the the flash? No, no. Sorry, j- just the underwaters. J- just coming just up the waters. Water. Yeah, yeah. So I think about like moving my hips with my with my core, like as like imagine you have like through your belly button, you have like a like a string. That's where I'm trying to pull and like mm-hmm. kick back, and it's just letting the foot and the leg do the same. Just keeping going with it, keeping it smooth, but also. Putting putting some strength behind it. Short and fast or big? I would say in the middle. I wouldn't yeah. say they're not they're not big, but also not fast. Somewhere. Yeah. And and how how deep do you go under? Do, do you go down and then come up, or you just push off and go straight? I would say definitely definitely a bit down, but not too deep. Yeah. Because you know, if the deeper you go, the further you travel, and right. the more the more you swim, essentially. So yeah. What about you, Gate? To talk about what you work on, and is there a difference between the, the underwaters for the dive and the underwater coming off the turn? Oh yeah, like from the dive, my underwater, of course, much better because you are not tired. <laughs> but one of the things that I talk a lot with Matt is my underwater tempo. It's not too quick. My underwater is really big. Like in the last two underwaters that I take. Before the exit, it's like really big and really slow. I need to improve that so much. Thank you, Mario. You're great. <laughs> no, 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 I'm, just, I'm just saying that, that that same problem here. Like the last kick. Oh no, yeah, and the last two the kicks like one. really big and really yeah. slow. I don't know why, <laughs> but uh, I my underwater. I try as Jordan teaches me. He <laughs> teaches me right. <laughs> Use my whole body, like on the top of my hand to my feet to do all the thing, but I use more my core. And yeah, I think it's these two points. Yeah. How, how are you maximizing the, the movement from a fly kick to a flutter kick? So how, how, are, you, how are you going to boom, 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 and then shh? What are you thinking of to that? To be honest, I'll be 100% honest, Caleb Dressel. I watch all his videos and mm-hmm. he does it really good. I went, I like I learned with him on the last on the like underwater kick that he does. He does the underwater with like he started a stroke. Mm-hmm. 
and what like I started to do this and I feel like really good because I do less of the water, I do the stroke and I'm like already right on the surface. Mm-hmm. So it's easier to start the floor kick. Yeah, gotcha. I like I, watch other swimmers in, in like lower oh, yeah. wood. All right, guys, we're going to finish up with some uh, rapid fire here. So, Martin, what's the hardest race in swimming? Well, I am what a mile. Probably we're on, on those two. Guy, what do you think? Two free, easy. Guy, Olympic gold or world record? Olympic gold. Martin? Martin, Olympic gold or world record? Olympic gold. Sorry, I didn't hear you there. Yeah. All good. <laughs> Olympic gold all the way. It's just nobody can take it away, basically. Like, yeah, the world record is is really cool, but it's Olympic gold. Yeah. Martin, do you pee in the pool? Of course. Everybody does. Yes. Gee, is it okay to wear clear goggles? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's weird you look at people's eyes. <laughs> Martin, do you touch the wall with two hands always in butterfly sets? No, no. <laughs> I definitely had a couple of dual meets where I did not touch the second hands and then not get disqualified. It, it, it just happens sometimes. Martin, have you ever cried during a swim practice? I have not. I was. I would definitely not. Actually, I definitely was close, but I've not. I've not came so far yet. All right. Um, we had an audience question from Kanu Han WLF. Martin, what's the winning time prediction in Paris for the 50 free since you're a 50 free fan? 50 free. Definitely 21 low. Yeah. yeah. Definitely around there to get exact. 21. I would say point one. Nice. Is it, is it a Cayman guy, a Brazilian guy, an Aussie guy, <laughs> French guy? That, that's 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 too much. <laughs> yeah. I, would, I would say 50 freestyle is like every event is really yeah. day dependable. Like mm-hmm. getting yeah. the details right, as he talked about, that's just like if you have a bad start, it's like game over. Yeah. Essentially 50. Like, like mm-hmm. it's almost impossible to come back from that. So it's really race depending Guy, what's the winning time in the tuner fly in paris uh come on margin i think one well 50. i would say it depends it depends if me like is swimming yeah yep. <laughs> yeah so what'd you say Guy? what i don't know i'm not too open there too fly but <laughs> as marty's swim 154 not tapering non shave <laughs> Definitely faster than that. Let's go, that. bro. One, <laughs> one, five, one. Nice. nice. Okay. That'd be nice. Martin, if you had a dream NIL deal, who would it be with? Any brand. Any brand. I would say Nike. Nice. Gee? Yeah, Nike. I'm wearing mm-hmm. Nike today. It's yeah. Tennessee. Oh, nice. <laughs> well, Tennessee Nike. I, I just love Tennessee. No, yeah. no, I don't. I love Tennessee, but I also love Nike. Yeah, so. Gee, what's one set you won't miss when you retire from swimming? I won't miss that you will not miss. Four point five for a dive. 
<laughs> like on, on what interval, you know, hot, hot, you got to get the water, your heart rate's 180. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah. With a big yeah. interval, go fast. Yeah. <laughs> Martin, how about you? What's one set you won't miss? Anything related with hundreds, like freestyle threshold sets. Mm. What comes to mind is like 2100s. Two red, one white on like long course would be like 120 yards, maybe 115, 110. I definitely will not miss those sets. Yeah. Martin, what's one uh, swimmer of all time, like an all-time flyer that you try to emulate when you swim? I would say uh, that's that's a really classic answer. It's going to be Michael Phelps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like the main, main most prestigious, prestigious two flyer that you have out there so far definitely Milak was getting there but with the issues that he has happened lately with his mental health it's just I would say those two would be my answer if I would could pick two but Michael Phelps definitely the first option so far was it was it how he drove his chin across the water was it how he finished was it how he kept low what is it about his stroke that you kind of love with I would say the entry. He has a really, really funny mm. intro. He like he like en- entries like this. Mm. So that's really interesting mm. because I, I I don't think you see that really too often to entry like like with your arm. It's like mm. yeah. Mm. I would say entry is really good and just how quick he catches the water and his slice stroke. Gee, you watch a lot of swimming. Which uh, yeah. sprint freestylers do you try to emulate? Oh, I have two. As I said, Caleb Dressel. And mm-hmm. so there's yellow. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Last question. Do you guys social kick? I love social kick. <laughs> I, I'm more like, I I don't mind social kick, but I'm not the biggest fan of it because I want I want to I want to get to work. Like I want to get stuff done. You know what I mean? Like I I I got a place to be after practice. Like I have a pretty bit busy major, so yeah, I got to be in and out of the pool basically. Martin's the guy that kick under his back. He don't yeah. he don't want to talk to anyone. <laughs> not all the time, but majority of the time, I would say. But we he's see a lot of potential. Yeah. I was gonna say he's got twenty one <laughs> savage in his head going, so he's got he's got people to talk to there. <laughs> All right, Martin and Guy, we'll, we'll end it there. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We wish you the best of luck moving into SECs, Worlds, NCs, the Olympics. Uh, important year here in 2024, but thanks again for coming on the show. Yeah, Thank you for having Thank you for the invite. Of course, guys. And once again, uh, this is Social Kick. You can follow us at Social Kick Swim, and you have a good one, and talk to you next time. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Cheers. Go Walls. <laughs> hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. If you're enjoying Social Kick, tell your friends about it, and be sure to tell us what you liked by leaving a comment, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Instagram, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, The Social Kick, and you can find all of our content on our website.